Hello. Oh, we haven't started this yet. Okay. And we're muted. Okay. Hello and welcome back to an almost typical brown girl. I'm your host, an almost typical brown girl, Amsha. Um, just a little update. I've decided just based on my own schedule, it would be easier for me to release episodes now every Monday and um, at noon. And I will be streaming for the episode every Thursday at around 11 a.m. in the morning. Okay, just to get that out of the way, just because um, with my own schedule and uni and everything, I am I am incredibly busy these days. Um, and I know, like, you're going to be like, oh, she's only a first year. It's so busy, guys. I'm so stressed, like, all the time. I have not felt calm in ages. And so, therefore, we are changing the release times because I don't want to just stop doing the podcast. I have a lot of fun doing it. Um... Uh, I just got a new follower. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, whatever. Um, I'm sorry, like, I know that isn't, like, the appropriate response. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so therefore I will be moving episodes, will be released a day earlier every Monday, and will be recorded a day earlier every Thursday. Awesome. Okay, now, first thing I'm going to do on this episode, because this is something I've wanted to do for a long time, let's share... Okay, so, uh, okay, so basically, I have not yet listened to La Lisa by Lisa, her new single, so we are going to, we're going to see what it's about, I haven't watched the MV, haven't done anything, I've just heard bits and pieces on, online, so we're gonna react to that today, I hate this ad so much, the Chag ad, okay, here we go. She's wearing this black dress, super glittery, looks cute. I've heard a bit of this part. It's very loud. There's a lot of bright lights and stuff. I like her fit, like the colorful one. I'm going to be on honest, I don't really have a lot of um, expectations because I have a friend who's also really into this kind of stuff and she said that um, that this one isn't that good, this song. Honestly, I'm going to be honest, I don't understand what she means by the chorus. I don't know, the sound is really cool though. I really like how it sounds sonically, it's cool. Wow, the video looks really cool though. I don't know, I didn't like this rap in the second verse. I don't. This part kind of gives me what she got, starts like. Rapping like it reminds me of Nicki Minaj. I don't know which which song, but I will say though her fits are really like cool. 
The stylist really did not. I mean, this one with the, the biker scene. I don't know, this fits kind of strange, but all the other ones are really cool. Lisa looks so cute with short hair. Oh my god. Hi, I'm gonna be honest. Just listening to this, I feel like I'm listening to like three different songs. The first verse in the chorus kind of can be one song. The second verse is its own song. Like, I guess you need a, a rap verse, I get it, but like, it, I don't know, it's not really strange. And now this, I don't know, third verse, whatever, it's, it's all really strange. I like her fit, I like the, like, aesthetic and everything, but just the sound, the vibes, sonically, it's just really strange. Also, this reminds me of my house in Pakistan. <laughs> Because, you know, like, the image that YG has made for Lisa is, like, kind of, like, uh, like, really, like, edgy, like, kind of, like, Rosa Diaz, that kind of, those kind of vibes. And so here, here, like, surrounded by color, wearing, like, you know, this it's too colorful, I think, like, this third verse, whatever, bridge, whatever, is just a little too colorful for Lisa. It's a little too beachy, because everything else you see, she's, like, super edgy, etc. So, I don't know, this is kind of jarring. I like this very ending part. You cannot see me even though I show you my ways. From Thailand to Korea, and now here we went for the throw. Doing this part, the very end. Like the vibes here are great. Love the aesthetic, loves the fits. The sound is great. This part is the best part of the song. Oh, she could have just ended it there, and it would have been great had she ended it right at that, like, golden area. Out of, it's not done yet, but, you know, out of 10 stars, I would give this 6. It could have been way better, you know, especially because we know YG has that, like, great budget. YG is, like, you know, YG is crazy, you know, like, they can... They have, like, really talented people working for them. So I know that they could have done better. It just feels like they didn't do as well as they could have. I don't know. Like, for YG, I would have expected so. I would have expected more. Okay, in addition, I also haven't listened to Money. I heard that she's filling an MV for now. Oh, no, it's already out. Let's go find the MV for Money. Uh, exclusive performance video. Oh, FMV? No, that's a fan made video. No, so it looks like the performance video is what we're getting. Let's go. There's no captions for this one. I know this one is kind of like uh, Seven Rings by Aranya Grande, where she's, where she's basically just bragging about how she's rich and she can get what she wants because she's rich. That kind of vibes. Oh, this one, listen. Right from the get-go, this one already sounds way better. Honestly, the lyrics do leave something. Like, they're not very... Like, they're really, really basic, but, you know, I can handle it.
this part I had like worked with dollar bills, dollar bills, this part I heard, and I actually really liked that part. But it isn't very cohesive with the very beginning. Like it just was kind of jarring. Oh my god, what is this fit, bro? Really terrible. Money. I love this part. I, you know what? Her fit here isn't even that bad. It's just the shoes are so huge and strange with the rest of the fit. <laughs> Give me what the hell I want. Mood. You know what, actually, that thing isn't even that bad. It's just the shoes that are really getting me. But I mean, the transition in terms of the music, not that terrible. I can, money is a terrible master, but an excellent servant. That's what it says on the back. See, like, you know what I was saying? Like, those edgy vibes? That's what I'm getting from this song. Walisa was, like, there were parts where I got those vibes, then near the end, it was like a roller coaster. I wonder who choreographed this. Here near the end, I'm getting Aya vibes by Mamamoo, obviously, because apparently that's all I know. Yeah, so Mamamoo's new album came out. Uh, they had the new song on it called Mama Ma Much. I'm going to be completely honest. I did listen to it already, but I will react to it again because it's so crazy. I loved it so much. Oh, there's a promo signature. Their fits in it were so good. Oh my god, Mama Ma Much was so good. I wanted to get the new album. But I was waiting to get, you know, my paycheck from the election so that, you know, I don't feel as bad for uh, spending the money. <laughs> because as we all know, I am not, I don't got the money like Lisa do. Um, so I was just waiting for that. Then I was like, 100%, I'm going to go get that album. I really want to get it. Um, anyway, so the moment much music video, that's another thing I want to uh, react to. And then apparently... Hyunna and Don also released a song called Ping Pong together, so I gotta, I gotta watch that too, you know? Um, anyways, as I was saying, Mama Much, I technically already listened to it and I've watched the video and everything, but we're gonna do it again just because. And the Korean name is Hanul Dong Bada Mankum. I can't speak Korean, but I can read. They're having a nap, they're blowing out a cake. Right off the be like right from the beginning, it's giving me uh, memory vibes. What is it called? Krigo Krigo. What is the actual name of the song? It's a Christmas song they released with memory. Um, also, I saw a post online that was like um, the Weanification of Beale and the Beelification of Wean. Like they straight up switched aesthetics, but no, we stand. We always stand. 
Okay, so you remember? Oh my god, I just realized. You remember earlier when quarantine had just begun and they were like posting their travel like promos and it was like Skyland Sea. Oh my god, that one just clicked for me. Oh my god, that's so wow, that's so clever. What can I say? Oh, I didn't I didn't know the lyrics till now, so I'm watching reading the girl there. She was so quirky. She's so quirky. She's not like other girls. <laughs> um, that effortlessly chic style. Moon people, you are that effortlessly chic style. What can I say? Oh, I love Mian's like pantsuit here. Really cute. <laughs> Wait, the waist. Solar said I like that short height, so she isn't sure. She's trying to make herself feel better. Yeah, I do want to meet that person. Let's just go eat? Yes, let's go. I'm a fool who only knows how to love on my mind. Oh. Oh. Okay, I love the sound so much, especially the chorus. No, not the sheesh, not the sheesh, please. Oh, it was happily ever after for the two people at the beginning. That's so cute. <laughs> Just thinking about it makes me go, ooh, ah, yeah. You know, they give Moonjil such, like, such few lines that even that is, like, I can handle. But, like, it's just hilarious. Ooh, ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this song is so cute. Looking at the lyrics and everything. <laughs> The part with the beast, there were so many memes of that before I watched it. I was like, what does this mean? But like, after I watched it, just the way they burst. I love it so much. I love it so much. Uh, was that we and rappers? Uh. No! What is this? No! This was 100% fancy. It doesn't even tell mom who had so much fun coming up with that part. Like, you can tell the part where it goes, Baby, don't take me for granted. I shine brighter when surrounded by the seven stars. And then, Oh, baby, kiss me. That's the exact moment you can tell mom who came up with that. Like, there's no way. Mom 100% came up with that themselves. I love their fits so much. And the aesthetics, the vibes, the video. I love the part in front of the pool. Like, I just, oh, there are two pools. The, <laughs> the original pool. They literally, you can tell they had so much fun on set.
No, not all of them in bed watching a movie. No, not people in front of that screen doing the wave. Wait, are those butterflies wings actual tattoos or are they just... They're like, well, she needs to look a little more edgy. Oh, ah, yeah! Ah, I love this one so much. It's so cute, it's so cute. Oh my god, I love it so much. Anyways, um, I would love to buy their album, especially because it has like so the track list. I was like, yes. Um, okay, so I guess all that's left for me right now. I really wanted to see the Dawn and Hyuna thing because I liked both of their recent Dawn did the Dawn. I think that was his most recent one, right? Dawn did the Dawn. Dawn did the Dawn. I like that one too. And then he needs he knows a um I'm so pretty I'm not pretty I'm not cool I'm not cool I'm sorry I was just doing that Alright and then Don Ping Pong I love the sound and vibes. Dawn's hair. I like how their hair colors are just so nice. Like, they complement each other so well. This does give me Hannah vibes. I don't, I haven't listened to enough of Dawn's music to know what his vibes are, but the song does give me Hannah vibes. Oh, whoa. Oh my god, what? This video is so whack, so whack. Who's Celine? Because that was on Lisa's suspenders as well. And now it's on Hannah's headband. What did they put Dawn in? Dawn's fits are not cohesive at all. Like, they really did Dawn so dirty with these fits. Hina's fits aren't even that good either. Like, I can handle them, but they're... Everything's so crazy. Okay, I hate when people reference Romeo and Juliet as like, like, you're my Juliet and all that. I hate it because, like, you guys realize the story ends in a double suicide, right? It's just... And it's like, it's a three day long, like, they are not the ideal relationship in any way. I don't know why our culture kind of, like, puts them as the ideal, like, you know, romantic relationship. They they literally aren't. They are not. <laughs> like, straight up. There's a lot of Spanish in this song. I say a lot, but, like, there's quite a bit. There's two Spanish lines, that's so much. I mean, this kind of choice. 
What does it say on Don's shirt here? I'm sorry. Children of the... Welcome children of the revolution. Is that what it says? Yeah, that's what it says. He's wearing a shirt that says, Welcome children of the revolution. Oh, welcome home, children of the revolution. Yeah, again, I'm, I stand by my thing that, like, they really messed up. Like, not messed up, but, like, the fashion. This feels like if you were to get high... This feels like a hallucination. This entire video feels like I'm hallucinating. What did they put Don in this? What is this? This green? Why are they doing him so dirty? Is that like a bathrobe? They did not just tell him. They literally told him, just, you know, come out of the shower and come here. We'll figure it out. I'm, I'm going to be honest. 100% did not like the fits, but the song itself was good. Oh, wait. Oh, oops. I ended the stream. How do I turn off my capture? Automatic. This is what when I lost this. Okay, I don't know how to control Q. Okay, whatever, my stream kind of accidentally ended early. That was on me. Um, okay, so I guess now I should probably talk about my day. You know, I woke up at 9 a.m. today just to get to school. I didn't wake up at 9 a.m., what a lie. I woke up at... Usually I don't wake up this late when I go to school, but I woke up at 7.30 today because I had to get to school. And then I did some homework on the bus, and now I'm here. But, um, yeah, over the last week, honestly, I'm pretty boring. I was just trying to catch up on my assignments. I have a lot of... I have a lot of things to do. I have an assignment due tomorrow. I have, um... An essay due tomorrow. I haven't started it yet, so please, you know, send help. Um, I have to do a quiz. That's due today. I have to finish my lab. Like I'm done the lab. I just have to type it up. And then psych. Don't even get me started on psych, man. I have to finish two, a chapter and a half in really two days. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it. I'm, like, so behind on everything. I'm just so stressed, man. I'm so stressed. Um... But yeah, you know, I've been teaching. I have my first test. I mean, technically, I had my first test. I have my first, um, you know, term test for, like, big term tests. Because the other courses only have three term tests. Two or three term tests. So this is, like, a big chunk of my mark. My calculus class has five. So it's, like, whatever. But my first term test for... what? What is it for? Oh, it's on the... Second, I don't know, it's not on here. Chem, my chem term test is on October 2nd, which is the day. Oh my god, it's the day after tomorrow. What the hell? I'm not prepared. Oh my god, I've never felt so stressed in my life. Okay, you know what? I should probably get off my due dates page. I'm gonna get stressed out. Um, yeah, so things have been going well. <laughs> um, I don't really know what to say. My life has become like 10 times more boring since I started uni. Um, there's nothing fun happening. I was literally telling my mom, I was like, are we going anywhere in the next couple of days? She's like, no, why? I was like, I'm just so bored studying all day. Like, there's nothing to do. This was the first time I did something fun in a couple of weeks. Oh, let me tell you something funny. So, you know, I was shaving my arms and I really went to town on the razor, apparently, and I cut myself really badly. 
And then in our house, we don't have regular band-aids for some reason. We have, like, these brightly colored ones. So there's, like, there was a hot pink. There was a bright orange. There was... Those are the only two ones I know. But then I also got... There was one that's bright purple. So I got that one. Oh, I should talk about um, International... Or National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. So that's today. Today's the very first National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. I only found out today on my way to school. I heard it on the news. No one told me. I know it's Orange Shirt Day. I didn't wear an orange shirt because I don't own an orange shirt. I would have worn an orange hijab. However, my sister wore that to school today. So we really, I don't like the color orange. It's my least favorite color. That's why we don't own anything in the color orange. So, um, yeah, I wish I had, like, at least worn an orange band-aid or or something. Uh, I ended up having a purple band-aid. And then I was like, oh my god, wouldn't it be so, wouldn't it be so quirky if I matched my band-aid to my shirt? And I did, I'm wearing a purple shirt right now. Um, yeah, so, truth, ah, truth and reconciliation day. Um, so obviously it's for the indigenous, uh, peoples. It's to honor, you know, what happened in, um, with the residential schools and stuff. It honors the children, survivors, families, and communities affected by residential schools, um, residential schools were brutal, man, I hear stories, and I'm like, what the hell, like, there was so many, there was, like, they were stripping you of your culture, which is, like, crazy enough as it is, um, they're taking away, like, your clothes, they're taking away your language, they're taking away, you know, your cultural foods, and your cultural activities, and everything, and they're, like, they were, like, because apparently, you know, the Catholic Church was, like, this culture is wrong, um, and, um, you know, like, imagine the Catholic Church going up to somebody today and being like, oh, your culture is wrong, like, that's just so whack, um, I'm gonna read this article by CBC, um, it says, it's titled, Why Canada's Marking the First National Day of Truth and Reconciliation this year. Uh, September 30th honors the children, survivors, families, and communities affected by residential schools. Warning, the story may contain some disturbing details, so trigger warning right now. If you can't handle, um, you know, residential schools, I'm going to assume there's like sexual assault in here because that was a big thing. Um, um, you know, I'm not really sure. I'll, when I'm done reading this, I'll put in a detailed trigger warning in the caption. Um, check it out, and then if you think that you you can hear it, uh, it's suitable for you to hear, then go right ahead. September 30th will mark the first National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, an annual, an annual commemori, commem, commemoration, I don't know why I struggled saying that word, commemoration honoring the children who died while attending residential schools and survivors, families, and communities still affected by the res- legacy of the residential school system. The creation of the new federal statutory holiday was approved by Parliament dates after Tekelnups Tsekwipemek First Nation. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Somebody correct me. I don't know. How do you pronounce that? Let's see. Does how you have to pronounce it? Uh, it does not, so I'm going to try and figure it out. Um, I don't know why I opened an entire new window for that. Um, 
First Nation confirmed the discovery of roughly 200 potential burial sites, likely of children, on the site of a former residential school in Kamloops, BC. Weeks later, the Kaosis First Nation announced a preliminary finding of 751 unmarked graves at a cemetery near the former Maryville Indian Residential School east of Regina. Since then, more than 300 other potential burial sites have been identified and searches are underway at sites across Canada. While the discoveries have shocked many and led to an outpouring of grief and news coverage globally, Indigenous peoples and advocates say it had long been known and talked about that some of the children who were removed from their families and forced to attend residential schools never made it back home. When and why was the day declared? In 2017, Saskatchewan MP Georgina Jolieboy introduced a private member's bill to make National Day for Truth and Reconciliation an official holiday. Two years earlier, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission set up to examine the abuses of the residential school system had called upon the federal government to establish as a statutory holiday a National Day for Truth and Reconciliation in one of its 94 calls to action. In its final report based on hearings held between 2008 and 2014, the TRC said establishing a National Day for Truth and Reconciliation would honor survivors, their families, and communities, and ensure that public commemoration of the history and legacy of residential schools remains a vital component of the reconciliation process. On June 5, 2021, Bill C-5, which created a statutory holiday to commemorate the legacy of residential schools in Canada, received royal assent after passing uh, unanimously in the Senate. The decision was fast-tracked following the Kamloops discovery. The original proposed date was June 21st, National Indigenous People's Day. After a consultation with Indigenous groups and individuals across Canada, the date was set for September 30th instead. This day has been marked in past years as Orange Shirt Day, originally started in 2013. The day honors residential school survivor Phyllis Webstead, who had her orange shirt taken away on the first day of school. Uh, who will mark the day? The new statutory holiday applies to federally regulated workplaces, meaning that on September 30th, federal government offices, banks, and post offices will be closed. Many provinces and territories will mark the day as a designated holiday and day off for students. However, Alberta, Saskatchewan, New Brunswick, Quebec, and Ontario, which is where I live, have chosen not to recognize September 30th as a statutory holiday, a move that has been criticized by Indigenous groups and leaders. Private companies and organizations can also decide whether or not they treat the day as holidays. So five out of ten provinces chose to not recognize this as a statutory holiday. How can I take part in National Day for Truth and Reconciliation? Memorials, educational, and cultural events will be held in communities across Canada on the day, and the Department of Canadian Heritage is encouraging Canadians to read and reflect on the legacy of residential schools. The National Centre for Truth and Reconciliation has also unveiled a flag to honour residential school survivors, with nine design elements selected by over 30 residential school survivors. Um, oh, I forgot how to pronounce it. The tech... Okay, let me just re reopen that tab. Take and loops, show and muck. The take and loops, show and muck nation is inviting people to mark the day by learning the the show and muck 
honor song traditionally sung at Shalanuk gatherings and to drum and sing along at 2.15 p.m. on Saturday, Pacific time. And then CBC is talking about what they're doing. And then what are residential schools? More than 150,000 First Nations, Métis, and Inuit children were forced to attend church-run government-funded schools between the 70s and 19, in 1870s and 1997. So it only ended, really, the last residential school was closed in 97, which means, and today is 2021, so 24 years ago, around 25 years ago, that's when the last one closed. Like, people who have gone to that school would be, like, 40, 50 now. That's like my parents' age. In 1994, in 1894, the Indian Act was amended to authorize the government to remove any an indigenous child from their family who was felt they were not being properly cared for or educated and place them in a school. Subsequent amendments to the Act in 1920 further reinforced compulsory attendance at the schools. Listen, both World Wars Accord and the Cold War, I believe, occurred while these are open. These are open for more than 100 years. I didn't know that. I didn't realize how long they'd been open. Like, I knew they closed, like, they shut down, the last one was shut down pretty recently, but I didn't realize they were open for so long. And, like, how many amendments there were. Like, I didn't realize there were so many. I thought they just, like, picked them up and made them go kind of thing, which I know was terrible, but, like, what the hell, bro? Children were removed from their families and culture and forced to learn English, embrace Christianity, and adopt the customs of Canada's white majority. Many of the children in residential schools were physically, sexually, or psychologically abused in a system described by the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, or the TRC, in its landmark 2015 report as cultural genocide, which I agree, like, it's totally cultural genocide, part of a collected, calculated effort to eradicate indigenous language and culture. The uh, National Center for Truth and Reconciliation, which has as material collected by the TRC, has identified names or information about more than 4,100 children who died while attending these schools, most due to malnourishment or disease. What the? Oh my lord. They're like, okay, your parents aren't taking care of you well enough, so how about you guys come here where we will malnourish you and you will die? But where in Canada were residential schools? The Indian Residential School Settlement Agreement, or the IRSSA, has recognized 139 residential schools across Canada, though that number includes schools that have operated without federal support. Some schools were run solely by religious orders or provincial governments. The 139 federal schools operated in Canada, Canadian provinces and territories except PEI, New Brunswick, and Newfoundland and Labrador. There were also residential students in Newfoundland and Labrador, but they weren't included in the IRSSA. 1931, the peak of the residential school system, there were about 80 schools operating in the country. The last school to close was Kivalik Hall in Rankin Inlet with Nunavut. In 2008, Prime Minister, so Nunavut wasn't even a thing then, and they were still running. Wow, that's crazy. In 2009, Prime Minister Stephen Harper uh, delivered a formal apology in the House of Commons on behalf of the government of Canada. Uh, over residential schools and the damage they did to indigenous people. There are also 600 so-called Indian day schools that operated across Canada and every province and territory except Newfoundland and Labrador between 1863 and 2000. That's only 21 years ago. First Nations, Métis, and Inuit children were sent to the schools during the day but remained in their communities. Some who attended the day schools have reported similar abuses as those that occurred in residential schools. 
this is so crazy. I honestly, there was a lot of stuff, like, for example, this last bit about the D schools. I did not know about that. I wasn't taught about that. And I finished high school, like, last year, right? And I've been studying here in Canada uh, since grade four. So, really, um, that was back in 2013, I believe. Uh, and really, honestly, I feel that the Canadian government hasn't really, or at least the school system, hasn't really taught me as much as I'd like to know, like... A lot of what I've learned is because I had teachers who were interested in the subject. Like, it wasn't part of the curriculum or anything. Um, and uh, in my grade 12 uh, English uh, creative writing class, we we looked at Indigenous poetry, but it wasn't anything past that. Um, oh my god, why is my hand indented? I feel like, I feel like nowadays, like, I remember last year when classes were at, at home like online my sister would have her uh, class and um her teacher would talk about you know indigenous culture and why um like what terms to use and all that and I think that is definitely a step in the right direction especially for things like because you know in history class you read about the world war and the holocaust and all that but you don't really talk about you very briefly talk about what they did to indigenous communities it's not that like it's almost as though it's not that important to them you know they got to keep the memory of the holocaust alive and i agree they do but like you got to keep the memory of these indigenous schools alive and you should definitely and also another thing i want to mention in world history they don't talk a lot about world history in canada they focus on canadian history world history is an elective and so you don't end up talking about stuff like um colonization in other countries um from britain right like Britain had colonized, so France had colonized some places in Africa, Britain had colonized places in South Asia, I know for sure, Pakistan, personally, uh, I'm thinking other places in Asia as well, Britain had obviously colonized Canada and America, um, you know, Britain had basically the entire world colonized, um, and, uh, it wasn't like, it was similar to this, where they were kind of, I don't want to say, like, you know, stripping people of their culture, but it was almost as though, like, they were just, I don't know, if you look at, like, if you read books, like, I read Roald Dahl's autobiography. Yeah, autobiography, and you kind of, like, see kind of things of that, like, um, he went to, I believe, Africa to do business? I don't quite remember where. I believe it was in Africa, though, somewhere. Don't quite, uh, yeah, I don't really remember where. But, like, he's... He sounded incredibly racist, honestly. He's like, um, there, there were these people that looked up to the British who were civilized and the people there weren't. And um, the people around him seemed really racist and stuff like that. And you see stuff like that. I think that the only way to, you know, like people are like, why do we learn history so that we don't repeat our mistakes of the past? But then you don't really talk about those mistakes either. And we're still repeating those mistakes every day. Like, it's almost as though there's no point to history class, honestly. I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm like really, I'm really passionate about this in case you couldn't tell. Um, yeah, I just feel like we're not doing a good enough job to remember the legacies of people who have died in residential schools, the people who have died in other ways because of Canadian, honestly, Canadian incompetence. I'm going to be 100% honest, especially during the, oh my god. Uh, especially during the, I'm sorry, I was just reading my test, my exam kind of breakdown. Anyways, um, 
Yeah, like, if you even look at the pandemic and how the government handled it, very poorly handled. Like, I know America handled, handled it terribly. The Canadian government, like, they, it's like they didn't even know what to do. I don't know. It's just, you gotta integrate it. And I hated the part where they they let, like, Ontario and Alberta and Quebec and uh, there were two other places, Saskatchewan and uh, one other place, I forget, to choose to not make it a statutory holiday. Because that's kind of like saying, like, oh, it's not as important as all our other statutory holidays. Like, Victoria Day, that's a statutory holiday. Like, it's like saying, like, oh, celebrating that one queen is more important than, like, figuring out, like, remembering. Like, we have an entire, what's the day, Remembrance Day, like, ceremonies. It's not a statutory holiday either, but, like, you know, there you have full assemblies about it in school. I remember ever since I came here, like, there we always had assemblies for it. I never had, I've never had assembly, we've had people come in optionally, or like for optional seminars, which you, if you wanted to, you could, if you didn't want to, you didn't have to, um, you know, you guys know what I'm trying to say, right? Uh, anyways, I hope you guys have a great week, I'll see you all next week for the podcast, if you guys have any suggestions, you can email me, you can, um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, what's the other one, Tumblr, I'm always on there. I'm always checking. So check it out. And yeah, I'll see everyone next week. Have a good night. I just really, 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 really want chips. I want Takis right now. Like, I am craving them like crazy. Yes, that's all I have to say. <laughs>